Hello, hello. Welcome to Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley, your host. This week's episode is inspired by things that I've seen going around the social media world lately. And I know if I've been seeing them, then you have been too. It's interesting how things kind of trend at the same time or like topics get brought up and it seems like everybody's kind of on the same page for a while and then it switches. Um, I guess that's normal life, but sometimes the topics just, I'm like, how did this become what everybody's talking about? But anywho, we're here and I feel like this needs to be addressed because I haven't really seen anybody address it in kind of the way or approach, I guess, that I feel like it maybe should be talked about. So what I'm talking about is the idea of success, right? Everybody wants to be successful in some way, shape, or form. And that's the key. Some way, shape, or form is different to every single person. In finding success, there are things that we need to consider. And this one I think is really important and I don't see it correlated with success very often, but there's a level of confidence that you have to have within yourself in order to be successful. It's kind of just the way it is, but I want to talk about confidence really before we get into, into the idea of success, because really confidence isn't something that can be taught. It's something that's within you and only within you. Confidence is also cyclical. I wanted to share this. It's a diagram. Obviously, I can't show you a diagram, so I'm going to explain it in the best way I can. But think of a a circular diagram. At the top of this confidence diagram is self-talk. So it starts with self-talk. How are you talking to yourself on a day-to-day basis? What are the thoughts you're thinking? Are you being kind to yourself? Are you being judgmental of yourself? Are you hard on yourself? Are you easy on yourself? What is that daily dialogue like in your head on a constant basis? It's always there, whether we're aware of it or not. Even subconsciously, it's there. Those thoughts are running, running, running in your head all day long. Start asking yourself questions if maybe you're not sure, like, how am I talking to myself? And really try to start paying attention to the thoughts that you find that come up related towards you. So your self-talk then takes us to your self-image. Your self-image is created, it's shaped and determined by your self-talk. So if you're saying kind, nice things to yourself and being supportive and like cheering yourself on, your self-image is going to be higher. If you are constantly measuring yourself to other people, being a harsh critic to yourself, those things, your self-image is going to plummet. So there is a correlation between the two. Your self-image then leads us to your actions and behaviors. And Your actions and behaviors are affected by your self-image and self-talk because you do things completely differently when you're feeling confident versus when you're feeling insecure. If you're confident and feeling it, you walk into a room and like there's no anxiety, there's no stress, like there's nothing in the external 
room that's going to affect you because your confidence is high. But if you're feeling insecure, you're going to walk into that room and and be worried about what is everybody thinking about me? Am I wearing the right thing? Am I standing awkward? Does my hair look okay? Like, And then it's going to be those thoughts. So you're either going to be feeling confident or you're going to be feeling insecure. But those emotions, each one of those emotional states of being is going to affect your performance in whatever it is you're doing in the moment. Your actions and behaviors then take us to your results, which then affect the way you talk to yourself and the, and the cycle starts all over again. So the actions and behaviors you take when you're feeling insecure are going to take you to the results that you don't like because they didn't come from a place of like a strong foundation. And then because you have weak results, now you're going to start your self-talk in a negative manner. And then the cycle is going to continue in a negative pattern until you break it. If you are secure in your actions and behaviors, that will most likely lead you to positive results, the results that you're seeking. And then that self-talk is going to start over and it's going to be positive. It's going to be like, look what I just did. I accomplished X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. And then that self-talk cycle becomes positive. So when you see it's this continuous loop of whatever you're thinking about yourself in your brain, you can see how we can easily get on autopilot because it, it cycles. It just cycles and it cycles and it cycles. And until you're aware of it and really paying attention to, mm, I don't want to feel this way about myself or asking yourself questions like, why do I feel like this about myself? If it's something negative, start asking those questions so you can help break the pattern. And if confidence is something that you struggle with, there are tools to help you boost your self-confidence. The first one goes back to the self-talk. What are you saying to yourself on a daily consistent basis? You've also probably heard the term like fake it till you make it. I'm not always the biggest fan of that saying because sometimes I just, I don't think you can fake it and make it. Um, You have to have knowledge. Like you also need knowledge to go along with it. But there is this idea in the faking it till you make it. If you see someone who you are like, that girl is confident. Like let's take Ariana Grande, for example. The girl exudes confidence left and right. You know, She's a good example of what confidence looks like. Not to say that she probably has her you know, moments like we all do. We're all human. But on a consistent basis, the girl is confident. If you need someone to look up to in order to feel the confident, try embodying her. This is different than like trying to be her. You don't have to dress like her. You don't have to speak like her. You don't have to do the ponytail. It's just like, how would Ariana Grande walk into a room if she's about to pitch herself for something? So confident. And if you can kind of like tap into that energy, it's going to help you get to that confidence level you want. And then you start doing the cycle again and again. It's not to compare yourself to someone else. It's to help you bring that feeling of confidence within. And that's really all that it's ever going to come from is within. Nobody can teach you how to be confident. It's really, really, it's really, really the self-talk. Okay. So now that we've covered confidence, Can you see how this is correlating to finding success? If your actions and behaviors 
come from an insecure place, it's going to be harder for you to find success than if you felt confident and had positive self-talk. So really at the end of the day, your self-talk is either going to empower you or it's going to defeat you, but it's a choice. And so if you can start making it a habit to speak to yourself positively, it's going to empower you in all areas of your life, relationships, career, hobbies, sports, whatever. It changes the game. Confidence also comes from the way you look at things. So say, for example, you have a large amount of change happening in your life and you're like, oh my God, why is this happening? I was so happy the way things were, yada, 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 right? That could be your self-talk and it's, it's normal because if you've been in a routine, that's probably going to be your first instinct, but you have a choice to say, hold on, I want to look at this from a different perspective. Maybe instead of looking at this in a negative light, I can look at this as a positive thing. Maybe this means like there's adventure. Maybe this means like it's the next chapter. Maybe this means, okay, I'm done with like that part of my life. I'm letting in something new. Maybe the past wasn't serving me and now I need to step into this area. There's so many different ways to look at it. And when you start looking at it as like, how can this benefit me? How can this work for me instead of against me and reframing things and trying to look at them from a glass half full instead of a glass half empty for lack of a better cliche, it can, it can really switch your approach to things. And if you're looking at things from a place of excitement, it's also going to reflect in your confidence, which is going to reflect in your self-talk, which is going to reflect in your success. So I really feel like When you're looking at success, the first things you need to look at are your self-talk. It's really going to make all the difference in what you are trying to accomplish. The next part, and I think this part is really important, and I also don't see anybody talking about this, and I get like heated about this sometimes in my own brain where I just get frustrated of like, why? Do we feel like everybody has to do things the same way? Things that work for you will not work for me all the time and vice versa because we are all different. We are all human. We've all had different experiences. We all like different things and have different dislikes. It's just ridiculous to me that we have this idea that like you do something and that's the answer. What works for you? is going to work for you. And what works for me is going to work for me. And they're not always going to be on the same page. And I think we really need to address that and be okay with it and be, and stop, and really stop the comparison game because that's what it comes back to. I feel like it always comes back to the comparison game. And this, I get frustrated again with when it comes to social media, because it's a highlight reel, but I also love social media. I've said this before. I have like this love-hate relationship where I think it's really awesome and can like be really empowering and a great form to find connection and things like that. But it also has this dark side and I don't like the dark side. But as with everything in life, there's pros and cons, good, bad, light, dark. Like it's just earth. Like being here, there's contrast, right? So when we apply this to 
success. You can't compare yourself to someone else's success because they have a different version of success in their brain and what success means to them. I think it would be really hard to find two people who have the exact same perspective on success. It just, there's so many factors. There's so many different jobs, careers, like anything you can think of just completely changes how people view and approach success. There are people who want very little. And I'm not saying that there's a right success and a wrong success. It's just whatever works for you and resonates with you and gives you the spark. I just watched Soul and and they talk about what's your spark, right? So everybody's going to have a spark and like they say in the movie, right? Something that lights us up. What lights you up is not going to be what lights me up. When we take a step back and think what motivates me? What makes me feel excited? What do I like? What do I dislike? Like what gives you that feeling of life of like, oh my God, I am so happy to be alive. That's your spark. Okay. Right. So if we realize that we all have different sparks, how can we have the same success? And there's no there's no scale on success, right? Like there's no, your version of success is right and mine is wrong or his is right or hers is wrong. Like it, it literally can't exist because we all have different opinions. There are people who their idea of success is not having access to the internet, living on a beach, completely minimal lifestyle where you just wake up every day and you're happy to feel the sun on your skin and it's just peaceful and you can like go about your day doing whatever you want. That's a version of success. Some people might think success is working in finance on Wall Street, making millions of dollars a year, wearing suits and ties to to work, living in a penthouse. That's somebody else's version. Like there are so many kinds of success out there that it's literally impossible to compare yourself to anyone else because it just, it doesn't make sense at the end of the day. Why would I compare somebody? Why would I compare myself to somebody who doesn't want the same things? It just, it doesn't make sense. And there's, like I said, there's no right and wrong. Like they're not wrong because they don't want the same things as me. We're just different and that's fine. But I think when it comes to success, we often feel like we are behind other people, right? And maybe you're looking at people who are doing a similar thing as you. But again, even if you guys are in the same lane, you're not. Like their version of success is still going to be different than yours. There's just too many factors into it. Some people might measure success by money, by how big their house is, how many kids they have. Are they married? Are they single forever? Like there's so many different versions of this. It will never make sense to compare yourself. So so when you're looking at somebody else who's in the same quote unquote lane as you, you have to do it from 
an objective perspective because you don't always know their life struggles, their life story. It's very rare that we know the full picture of somebody else who's succeeding in an area that we also want to be successful in. And in recognizing that, it makes it easier to understand that you're not behind. You're not losing. You're not failing. Your journey to success is just different than theirs. And there's nothing wrong with that. The only thing wrong with that is the fact that we keep talking about it and saying that there's something wrong with that. But there's not. There's no timeline, right? Think about, and I don't know if you've maybe ever heard this, but I I hear this sometimes or I see it places where where people are talking about the fact that time is an illusion, that it was man-made, that it was created. So if time doesn't exist, to get really deep with you, how can we feel like we're ever behind? It just, it doesn't add up. You're just on a different page in your book chapter than they are, but you're still it doesn't mean you're not going to get where you want to go. It just means your journey is different and it's fine. It's just the fact that we have said, oh, if you're not married by 25 and have three kids by 31 and you know, whatever, and don't have a business and a house, you're failing. Not everybody wants that. And I think in sitting down with yourself and saying like, okay, if I can take off this fake pressure that I've given myself to be successful because it's what people keep talking about, you're going to feel like you just removed a million pounds off your shoulders because now you're not stuck to like somebody else's timeline. You shouldn't ever feel like you're on somebody else's timeline. You should always feel like you're on your timeline because it's the only one you can be on. You can only ever be on yours because you are only ever going to be you. You know, and so when you put your blinders on and like put your head down and do the work, you like the comparison game kind of naturally falls away. And I think that's really important in considering when you're trying to find success and working towards success. The third part to this that I wanted to touch on is that. After you look at your confidence levels and work on yourself there and you stop comparing yourself to somebody else's timeline or a fake one that you've given yourself, now it comes down to how, right? I always say that the most important thing is your why. Why are you doing anything that you're doing. If you don't know why, there's no purpose behind it. And nobody can get behind something that doesn't have purpose. The second part to that is creating goals. If you don't give yourself a roadmap, how are you going to get there? You will just be flopping around like a fish with no direction. Success has to be broken down into steps. Steps are what get you where you want to go. I mean, think about it just in a day-to-day situation. I'm in my bedroom. If I want food, I need to take physical steps to the kitchen. It's 
it's literally that can be applied to anything. I have to take steps to do things. When you do your makeup in the morning, you're doing it in steps. Everything has a step. You can't put on a face of makeup just all at once. It's not going to work. You can't do your blush and then your foundation. It makes no sense. So you have to remember that there are steps and they go in order for a reason. So when you are breaking down your goals into smaller steps, you need to also consider timing and the fact that there will never be the right time for anything ever. Nothing ever has like a perfect right time. Like think about your life. Has there ever been anything that's happened like perfectly as planned and exactly the right point and day and time? I highly doubt it. And if, and if you have had that, I mean, that's amazing for you and you should definitely celebrate it. But when I look back at my life, there has never been a single moment that I've been like, yep, that happened for me perfectly. When I look back, I look back at things that I'm like, that did happen for me perfectly because it needed to happen that way. But in the moment, nothing ever felt like things were happening perfectly until you look back. So my approach to things is, and this is for any type of career or industry, whatever it is you're wanting to do, even if it's a side hobby, there's never going to be a perfect moment. If you're wanting to like create pottery and sell it on Etsy, start, just do it. Like the first step is just starting and then launching. And like once you launch or start or get the word out or whatever it is, you can adjust from there because the things that come after launching is feedback. And feedback is how you are going to navigate and it's going to help you on your roadmap. Without feedback, you can sit you can sit on an idea for years, but until you get feedback of it actually working like out in the world, you're never going to know. And even if you feel like you do wait until it's the perfect time and then launch, you're still going to end up with feedback. There's always something to learn. And so, why not start now? There's there's no I feel like there's no excuse. You know, get your docs in order and start and adjust. And that's, and, and nobody is sitting around like judging you when people start things, right? There's a level of excitement around it. The first one of anything is never going to be perfect. Do you think like Steven Spielberg's first movie was amazing? No way. Absolutely not. Nobody is perfect doing anything ever on the first try. You just, it doesn't happen. It's not life. It's not humanly possible. So when you remember that everybody at one point or another started somewhere, just start and then you'll move on past that like first moment. Do you think Ariana Grande always has sang like every single note perfectly? No way. She had to take singing lessons. You know, we all have to just start and adjust. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was to do three things every day that moves you closer to reaching your goals. And they can be small. Like it doesn't have to be giant, huge steps forward, but a step forward is a step forward. Maybe it's sending an email you've been nervous to send. Maybe it's sitting down and writing. Maybe it's networking. Maybe it's asking for a raise. Maybe it's, you know, who knows? 
but small steps take you to the big moments. And when you look back, even at the past year, I know so many of you have started businesses or new jobs or entered new career paths or moved to different cities. And day by day, things may not feel like there's huge monumental change happening. But when you look back over the course of a year, there's probably a lot that changed. And a lot of it was those small little baby steps that have gotten you there. So I, it's just important to really create some kind of consistency in your life to help you reach those steps. And I think the three steps a day towards reaching your goal are so, so helpful. And if you are in a career that is largely determined by people around you, I'm going to give you an example of something that I used to do when I was acting because there are so many things out of your control in a career like that. You don't get to pick your jobs. You don't get to really pick anything essentially. And when I was using like, what three things am I going to do today to help move me closer to my goals? When I felt like I'm just waiting on people, like I feel like I'm doing the things, but now I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, yeah, you got a job. What do you do in in a situation like that? Study. I studied. I put myself on tape by myself. I'd watch it back. I'd edit. I you know, I would sit down and style different outfits that like I could have ready to go for different characters or like a character type. I often went out for the same kind of character. So I knew kind of how they would dress and I could very easily tweak outfits here and there if I needed to. Having things like that just ready to go when you need it makes everything so much easier when you do get that like, hey, you have an audition hey, you need to be here right now. Hey, like everything, even like those tiny, tiny, small things I had banked. I had practiced my makeup different ways. I had practiced accents. I would sit and literally just talk into my phone and like a voice memo doing different accents. Like there's so many different things that just because it's not an outward going to someone for feedback kind of step forward, doesn't mean it's not helping. So where can you learn something new? Where can you spend more time? How can you uh, make things more efficient in spending your time? Maybe you can condense something. Maybe it has to do with scheduling. There's When you sit down and start thinking and put on like a critical thinking cap, like they used to tell you in elementary school, like put on your critical thinking cap, Start asking yourself questions of like, where can I make changes? Where can I make adjustments? And what are three things that I can do today to help me move just a millimeter forward? Forward is forward at the end of the day. Like that's where we all want to go is forward. Nobody wants to go back. Um, And so I think implementing that works. And and I actually, I don't think I know because this is what I've been doing. This is how I approach things. And like I said, when I look back, yeah, day to day, sometimes things don't feel like things have changed. But if I look back to last year at the beginning of this pandemic where I was at, holy moly, so much has changed in my life. And I've been home for an entire year, you know, like small steps add up. And I know 
that they are happening for you too. If you sit down and look at where change has occurred in your life over the past year, you will find things. It's there. It's just down to like creating those habits for yourself. And I did a whole episode on creating habits. So if you need help with that, check out that episode. But I just, I really wanted to address this because what I had been seeing on social media was just like, work hard and succeed. And like, why do I feel like I'm behind? And, and it just felt very like generic and unhelpful. And I, the, the energy behind it felt to me like everybody was feeling stuck right now. And I don't want anyone to feel stuck. Like you have so much freedom to choose different things in life and they might be things that you never considered, but the fact that you sit down and you're considering them could make all the difference. So go out there, stop comparing yourself, do the things for you that make you feel good, get rid of the timelines, really look at your self-confidence talk, your self-talk, your self-image, what does it look like, and find ways to boost it. You will start seeing results if you, if you just take the steps take the baby steps and don't be judgmental about the baby steps because the baby steps are so important. I used to fight the baby steps. I was like, I don't want to be in the baby step. I want like that next one that's way the heck over there. No, you need the baby steps. You need the baby steps. So I will leave you with that this week. Food for thought, journal about it, think about it. DM me, send me an email, whatever. I'm here. I'm open. If you have questions, please ask. I'm more than happy to help. I'm more than happy to talk to you about anything you have questions about. I am rooting for you all. I want this week to be nothing short of amazing and wonderful and productive and full of confidence for every one of you. So I will see you actually on Friday because there is a mini episode this week. And this one is actually, it's a tool that I use all the time. You can do it literally anywhere and it helps you so much. That's all I'm going to leave you with. I don't want to give it away, but I think you'll like the mini episode this week too. And if you haven't already, if you would take a second to like, subscribe, review, send Irrepressible to a friend, a family member, someone who you think could benefit from these episodes. I would absolutely love and appreciate that. I am here. I am involved in this community and I appreciate every single one of you for listening every week. Have a wonderful day.